Hello, and welcome to The Prepared Parent, the podcast that wants to help you become the best parent you can be by using Montessori and science. Thank you for joining me after my hiatus. I was in a Montessori conference, and then there was Thanksgiving, and one thing after another. Well, here I am a month later. But thank you for joining me today, and thank you for your patience as I dealt with my own life. Um... I am working on reading another one of Montessori's books, and I hope to have that review up within the next week or two. Uh, It's going slower than I'd like because I'm working on transitioning my toddler from the infant Montessori curriculum to the preschool Montessori curriculum. And as I do that research and compile my lists of items and and all of that sort of organizational work, I have a had a little less time for this podcast, but here I am today and I hope to be consistent again. So hopefully that review for the next Montessori book comes up soon. But for today, I just wanted to give an encouragement episode. Um, Very often as parents, I think we're very hard on ourselves. Um, And I just wanted to encourage you. I wanted to talk a a lot about uh, knowledge wealth as well. Um, so you've probably heard of generational wealth, you know, the idea that because your parents had wealth, you know, maybe they owned a house, they could pay for your college and you got to save for your down payment or whatever. And so you're just at a better starting point than someone who say had to take out student loans for their college or because they've always been paying rent or whatever. Um, but I am going to take this and compared to knowledge wealth. Um, Again, typically I do research um, before I make these episodes and share that research with you. Uh, Today, this one's all me. This one's just me, my idea. And, uh, you know, if other people have had the same idea, that's fantastic. Um, If not, maybe you're hearing it for the first time and and maybe it will encourage you as a parent. So I'm gonna talk about this idea of knowledge wealth. I know sometimes uh, there's a mentality that, uh, you know, your kids will figure it out. You know, leave them alone, they'll figure it out. I know that that was somewhat common with uh, my parents and my friends' parents growing up. You know, oh, we didn't know what we were doing and we, you know, you turned out fine kind of idea. But, um, and I'm not trying to disparage other parents or anything. Rather, I just wanted to bring some awareness to this idea. Um... I imagine if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you want to be a conscientious parent and and do what's best for your children and and learn useful skills. So this is probably not your mentality. Um, But I just wanted to say we don't, as humans, as children, we don't learn things in a vacuum. Um, Everything we do is based on prior knowledge and experience. And, you know, our brains... Our, our experiences don't categorize neatly, you know. It's not that you studied art and became a great artist. Although, you know, that may be the case. It's very often that your experiences of emotion and your experiences of what you have seen and your experiences of art history that people have shown to you, all of these things, all of your experiences combine to give you the knowledge and skills uh, that you need for whatever it is that you're pursuing in your life. And this is obviously true for children. Uh, We know that young children are amassing knowledge and experiences. 
uh, that they can use to uh, grow and develop. So I'm going to talk about this mental library aspect for a minute. Everything we do is based on this mental library. Um, I want to teach my toddler to dance uh, because the arts are very important to me personally. And I realized that I don't actually know how to dance. You know, I mean, sure, I can bounce, jump, wiggle, spin in circles, shuffle my feet, all of that fun stuff. But, you know, if someone would say, oh, do some jazz dance. I've actually taken a jazz class before, but I couldn't do jazz dance for you. I don't know enough about it. My mental library is very thin. And I I do art. Um, and as an adult, I've, I've done enough research. I've had enough experience that I could do art in different styles. You know, before I did, I might look up a little bit to refresh my memory. But this mental library is very important. In contrast, when I was in high school... Uh, very often I would receive assignments to perform, uh, to, to do certain art projects. And I just didn't have the mental library I needed to, to perform some of these things. So when I talk about this mental library in combination with knowledge wealth, what I'm essentially saying is you as a person, have knowledge and life experiences and skills. And your child does not learn these things in a vacuum. You as a parent have the most wonderful opportunity to present these things to your children and let them learn from you and your skills. And this is important because uh, sometimes we act like, you know, getting the house clean and cooking dinner and all of these daily life activities, I don't know, budgeting, finances, whatever it may be, that you might even take for granted. We act like they're just natural, normal things that obviously our kids or other humans or adults, you know, ought to have learned or will learn automatically. But nothing happens automatically. Um, yes, Children six and under are in the absorbent period, and they'll learn it just by having it experienced around them. They'll take it in without being conscious of it. But you still need to deliberately expose them to those experiences to have them absorb it. So learning does not happen accidentally. And you know, sometimes as adults, we're hard on ourselves. Oh, I could never do that. I don't know how. But of course, we could always learn. If you don't know how, that's because you haven't had enough experience in it yet. So when we're learning, we first build that mental library. And then we uh, practice. And that practice, that experience, lets us know what to do and what not to do. Um, and we can build and draw from all of our experiences to progress in whatever skill we are wanting to develop. And the same is true for our children. So today I just wanted to say, look... You, as a human, as a person, have knowledge and skills and abilities, and you have the opportunity to present those to your kids. And your kids, just by virtue of being your kids and no one else's, get to get the advantages of that knowledge wealth, of that generational knowledge. And so I just wanted to encourage you today, look, 
Your hobbies, your interests are important still, even if you became a parent and your time is taken with your children. You can invite your children to into these experiences and expose them to them. Now, obviously, you don't want to force things on your children. You know, you can expose them and they can choose. If they choose not to, that's fine. I'm sure you have other skills you can introduce or even pursue a new skill with them. If there's a particular hobby they're interested in, that would be fantastic. Um, but look, I just as a historical example, uh, pre the, around the 60s, um, everyone knew, most, most women knew how to cook because, you know, their grandmothers were stay-at-home wives and they taught their daughters to cook and their moms to cook, whoever, and they just passed it down and people knew how to cook. And that's true, maybe they only knew how to cook five recipes or what have you, but, but they could cook a meal and feed themselves. And then in between the 60s and 70s, uh, when it became legal for women to work, and they all entered the workforce, and everyone shifted to buying their dinners. TV dinners became really popular. Canned foods became really popular. Um, people forgot how to cook. They'd never inherited that generational knowledge. And then, now we have today where people are trying to learn how to cook again. People are interested in health, um, but they're kind of, we're all kind of working from scratch, a lot of us. Um, we don't have that generational knowledge our parents didn't always teach us how to how to cook. And this is true for all the basic skills. I think a lot of people are hard on themselves for not being good housekeepers or whatever, but really think about it. You don't know when you were sat down and taught how to clean the house well or you know, these things are are inherited uh knowledge skills. Um So first of all, don't be hard on yourself if you're bad at something. It just means you don't have enough experience gain that experience and grow as a person. Second of all, you have the opportunity to give that gift, that, that knowledge gift and that generational knowledge to your children. And whatever it is you can give them will give them so much the advantage in their own lives um, because they will have a skill that is important. So just take some time this week to think about your interests and hobbies and things that you loved or want to pursue uh, more of in your life. And don't be afraid to introduce it to your children. You know, with very young children, this might look like maybe you're a writer, maybe you're a very young child you go to and you say, let's read books together. Let's talk about how that story was built. Here's a beginning and a middle and an end. And you can keep things simple, but just by introducing it into their lives and maintaining that interaction. Um, you can build from there. And it's okay if you don't always remember. As much as you can do will still matter. Even if it's inconsistent, um, as long as you are sincerely putting forth that effort, it will make a difference for them. Um, you know, and then, you know, with an older child, maybe seven to 12, you know, you can get a little more technical, you know, who's the protagonist and antagonist, and how do you think the story would have changed if things were different? And would you like to try writing your own story? What would you like it to be about? And you can ask these open-ended questions, and you can point out these more nuanced examples, and you can help them build that. And by the time your child is, you know, between 12 and 18, they'll have a firm idea of things they want to pursue. 
and you still have the opportunity to present things to them. You know, I really like writing and I'm writing this story here. What do you think? Um, but obviously they can choose for themselves if that's an interest they have. And if they have their own interest, by all means, teach them what little you do know and give them those opportunities to learn from others if need be. Um, you know, maybe they want to write and you're not a writer. You can go to your neighbor who writes or put out a search online or whatever you need to do and give them those opportunities to learn that information well. But that's really all I have for you today is just this idea of generational and knowledge wealth. And I just, you know what, you as a parent today, you know what, you are doing your best. Don't be so hard on yourself. You're not going to be perfect. I'm not perfect. No one is perfect. We're going to fail as parents. But the important thing is, is that we get back up and we keep trying and we apologize when we've made a mistake and we learn from our mistakes and we keep trying. But your job as a parent is oh so important. You are building the future. You are building a generation, a person who will have the skills that you give them. You know, emotional awareness, social skills, uh, whatever it is that you have, that you have interest in or that you have developed, you can give to them. And your job as their parent is the most important job you can have. You are literally setting someone up for success or failure in their life. And congratulations on being that person. And I just want you to do your absolute best. And it's okay if it's not perfect, as long as you keep learning and keep trying. So go you. Be the parent that you want to be. Take a deep breath. Take time for yourself. Self-care is very important if you're going to have the internal energy to keep giving. Can't give from an empty bucket. Um, but just I just wanted to be give you some encouragement today and that you take a deep breath and think about yourself. You are the most important person in your child's life. If your children are grown and you do not think you are, take the time to establish that relationship from the beginning. Maybe starting as if you're strangers, but you still have the opportunity to try. And I encourage you to do that. Whoever you are, wherever you are on your parenting journey, start where you are, be honest with yourself, and build. Just go you. Thank you for listening to my rambling today. I hope it was an interesting idea for you at least, and ideally, you do feel a little bit better about yourself. Um, anyway, that's all I have right now. I will be back in a week or two with better content, more content, um, hopefully better content. Uh, but I'm giving what I can today and my life is a little bit busy. So this is what I have today and I hope it's good for you. Good for anyone who listens. Thank you for listening. And please, um, if you have questions or comments, feel free to email me at preparedparentpodcast at gmail.com. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, I'm the kind of person who builds parasocial relationships. So if you find yourself doing that with me, I will just be, you know, you can send me that email. I'll be like, yes, we're friends now. So I get lonely. Send me emails if you have stuff you want to say. Be happy to hear it. Um, or, 
thinking to yourself. If you want to do that, I understand that too. I'm rambling again. Goodbye. Thank you.